Are we live? We're live. We're live. Let's do it. We're live. All right. Welcome to Mix and Talk Sessions. I'm your host, Odin Roberts. And today in the room, we have Sunno. That's me. Sunno? Suno. Suno. I apologize. Fucking... Welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's all right. It's been a it's been a while coming. We've been talking for a bit, so mm-hmm. keen to have you here, man. Stoked. Yeah. You've loved the pad right now. It's such a vibe. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I love the banners around. Who made the um design for the house party? Uh that was that was me. Yo, yeah, it's sick. I love it. I love this. Yeah, it's um, yeah, got the banners done recently. Mm-hmm. So went over to Indonesia. You're the first person on the podcast since I've got back. So oh, true. There you go. But um, yeah, no, I did all the designs myself yeah. and um, I mean, House Party AU, we got the stickers and stuff. So Shoot. it's all happening. It's all happening. If you got some spares, I'd love to cut one. I'll give you some spares. Yeah, I've, I've got them ready for you upstairs. Oh, oh. All right, let's get into it, man. So um, where'd you grow up and, you know, what were you doing previously uh, before you were DJing? Yeah, so I've been on the Gold Coast since... Um I've been on the Gold Coast since I was little. Like, all my life, I've grew up in, like, the same house since I was, like, two years old. Yep. Yeah, so I've always been a Gold Coast, um, Gold Coast guy. Don't know how to surf, so, yeah. Never got there. Yeah, never never got to it. Never got there. So, yeah, maybe maybe I'm not a real Gold Coast. I it's, don't know. It's still time. It's still time? It's <laughs> still time to learn. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've grown up here all my life. I went to school in Rabina as well. Um, and yeah, I've just been studying, just living life and started to get into the DJ stuff. Yeah. I started when I was, um, 17, got my first DDJ 400 brand new because yep. I was begging my mom, like, please, mom, please. I need this. And she's like, oh, you're so annoying. You're so fucking annoying. I finally, <laughs> finally got me one. I'm just so keen. Yeah. So keen. Loving it. Loving so, every step of the way. And so did you, you started off on that and then mm-hmm. you've, you know, you've upgraded onto the RX3s, you told yeah. me, that you've got at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was it like going from, you know, uh, a little one to a big one? Um, it's always a big switch. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a lot of buttons, mm. a lot of shiny things. But yeah, a lot more. Yeah. I love pressing buttons. I love doing all the... I used to have like a fidget spinner that I used to spin all the time. So, I love pressing little buttons. Always keeps me <laughs> occupied. You know? Pressing yeah. buttons with mum or pressing bum- <laughs> buttons on the fucking decks? <laughs> pressing everyone's buttons. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Just a natural pressing buttons. No, it was good. I got my um, RX3s just after your shots that was a year ago and i've just been doing gigs ever since so like people call me up and say hey i need a dj i just bring that up in my speakers and yeah loving it yeah nice it. and awesome. you 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 said to me earlier you had monitor speakers and stuff like that yeah 100 so. percent. so i got some monitors that i use for my producing stuff and i've also got two oh, i keep forgetting there's the party box 710s like the jbl speakers yeah, um, yep. they're just big, and I just carry them around. Yeah, nice. Yeah, wherever, wherever you need a party, I'm there. Yeah, yeah, simple as that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, what what were you doing? Um, what were you doing career wise, job wise, before you've started? You know, getting gigs, started trying to make money, and mm-hmm. you know, going around the place, getting your name out there. What were you doing previously in normal life? Normal life. Well, I've been working hospital for a little bit. Yep. Um, I've also done like events, so like event marketing. That's where I got the, um, you know, the cocktails I gave you? Yeah. Yeah. So I gave him some porn star martinis 
Yeah. Love a little love a little porn star. Not bad. Yeah. Get us into the get us into the mood. Get us yeah. into the mood. Yeah. Definitely yeah. felt it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> very strong, very strong yeah, drink. Definitely yeah. felt it. So yeah, I do like lots of little odd jobs here and there. Um most of my professional career, is that the way to say it? I guess. Yeah. My working career is just like wherever someone needs something, I can I can give it, you know. Yeah. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, how did you first get into DJing? Like, was was there, you know, did you did you see Ooh, someone up, yeah. um, you know, up in the booth, mm-hmm. you know, playing, and you're like, "Fuck, that's pretty cool." Like, I mm-hmm. want to do that. Or did it stem from always having the orcs caught at a party? Or yeah. how did it come to, okay, I'm gonna do this, you know, grab a deck, tr- mm-hmm. learn learn how to play, and yeah, progress to where you are currently. Yeah, I will. I may call Jack, Jake, Jake Carmody. I think I first met him in uh, bedroom, and that was my 18th birthday. And I saw him playing up there, and he um he was nice enough to see me in the crowd. I was like, "Yo, this guy's fire! Let me in the booth." And he was like, "Yeah, come on the fuck up back here." <laughs> and I was loving it, bro. I was loving it. It was yeah. such a such an amazing experience, just being on the top, and like mm. s- seeing the different perspective almost. Yep. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But um, I've been wanting. I'm sure it was in the back of my mind since I was like very little. You know, there's you had a Wii, right? Yeah. There was like a game on there. I don't know if you remember. It's called DJ Hero. You had oh, like a... God, I used to play Guitar Hero. I don't guitar know. Guitar Hero. Well, it was like the same thing, but with a DJ controller. Yeah. And essentially, okay. you got like the, the scratch and instead of like the guitar, you know, how it has like the five buttons or yeah. four buttons. It's got yeah. like three buttons. Yeah. You get right. like to like scratch and like press the buttons and shit. Oh, true. Yeah. It was mad. It was mad. They had like David Getter on there. They had like all the classics and I was like, yeah, I guess... Ever since then, I was just like, I need to be a DJ, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Mum was like ingraining into me. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think how the Wii can... Because we've, we've got the Wii upstairs. Yeah. But we just play, you know, Wii Sports and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And um, I'm just trying to think. Like, mm-hmm. what, you got the both controls going like this and stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it was actually... Um, it was like a single controller. So, it was like this big. Yeah, true. And then you just like scratch it. They've got like a fader as well. So you can like move it on the beat while like scratching. It was such a cool game. It was such a cool game, bro. Yeah. So, you know, some parents be um putting their kids on classical music in the womb. And like, yeah, my mom used to put me on the DJ Hero for the Wii. That's sick. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's meant to be. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> That's meant to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Nice, mom. Um, do you still have the game? I do. I do. I have DJ Hero 2. Dude, you need to let me borrow. I want to have a go. <laughs> Oh, mate, actually, I'll bring that over. That's a yeah. fucking mad game. Next time you come over, you can definitely bring that with you. <laughs> mad game, mad <laughs> We'll both play it. You can show me how nerdy you are. Yeah, cool. Um, the name uh, Suno. So, mm. like, how'd, we, how'd we come up with that, man? Um, I guess it was sort of a... You know, in, like, English and those kids who are, like, when you read a book and you read a paragraph and they're, like oh you know this is so in depth because and they just like start rambling on you just like what the fuck is this kid talking about yeah i guess i could do the same thing with my name because i was in maths class right yeah it was like grade 11 and i was just like writing down math symbols because i was bored yeah and i just got that name but like i found meaning afterwards for the name if that makes sense okay so suno um it's like an o with an and an e at the end but it's uh the o's crossed out um there's a couple meanings behind that so that's a that's a danish thing uh, my dad's like Danish past, or yep. like Danish history. Yeah. And like my last name, Anderson, everyone spells it S O N. And I always used to fucking get so pissed off when people spelt it wrong. 
Because it's S E N. It's S E N, yeah. So it's like cross out that O, mm. put that E in there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of um are definitely a lot of like, you know, the standard Andersons are mm-hmm. usually with an O. The O N, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm no standard Anderson, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no standard Anderson. I used to have with my um name, it was S U. But I was like the Uber U, you know, the U, like the German yeah. one with the two dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to have that, but I was like, uh, not really vibing with that. I like the cross. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. yeah, Matt. There's Anderson's, um, what is it? There's that store. It's like a plumbing store, isn't oh, it? Oh, the carpet store. No, carpet yeah, store. Yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. yeah, yeah. And- yeah. Anderson's. Anderson's. <laughs> yeah, they do. I think they do like tiling, carpeting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm actually the CEO. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I can hook you up with some tiles if you want yes, tiles <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah cool man okay so do you currently hold any residencies at the moment man Ooh, um, no residencies as of yet I'm yeah. talking to Rattlesnake hopefully I can get more gigs there yeah that's pretty exciting I did a gig there on Friday yeah um that was that's an interesting story. I can tell you about that later on. That's yeah. something to unpack. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've been doing more like corporate gigs. I've been working with a um with a man not a manager, um, like an agency. Yeah. Yeah. And they just call me up. And sometimes I get like people messaging my Instagram saying they want jobs. So Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah nice. Okay. And so do do the agent does it do Sorry, do you have an agency that books you with like just private events, like wedding events and st- et cetera? Yeah, so I do like the whole kit and caboodle. I do like heaps of different events. I remember like doing some Bollywood night mm. and I was like playing Bollywood and trap music. Like what What a mashup. That is a mashup yeah, actually. It was, Jeez. it was insane. But yeah, I do like heaps of different gigs and I love doing it because it's puts you in such different environments for you to learn. Mm. So like I, I do weddings, I do like engagements, I do like I did a hospital gig as well. Not playing in the hospital for the hospital staff. Yeah. Playing in a hospital would be sick. Like if you need a DJ for a hospital, please call me up. I'm more than happy to do that. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just meeting all these different types of people and listening to their different tastes. It's um very it's um it's really good for my music journey just to see what other people like what they don't like and seeing like different demographics what they enjoy and yeah just being able to develop my ability to read the crowd because that's the biggest thing for djing especially coming into the future where like you know all the ai is taking over and like Mm. it's becoming easier and easier for everyone to just like press a button Mm. so i think the difference of the difference between a good dj and a great dj is reading the crowd yeah of course i agree yeah Yeah. it's definitely an important factor to have Mm. otherwise everyone just runs off and you've got no crowd exactly and no (laughs) one buys drinks and then the bar people don't want to book you yep yep it happens all too often that's why you got to accommodate for the people that are there Um, i didn't even realize that for a bit because i haven't played at any venues and stuff like that but Mm. um yeah, I, re- I didn't realize the whole business structure behind yep. it is, you know, you know, get the girls in, dancing, mm-hmm. boys come in, mm-hmm. I say it pretty much every podcast. And then, yeah, that's how the money's made. Yeah. And you're a good DJ. Get the girls dancing, you're done. That's your job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, no residencies yet, but you're talking to Rattles. So, yeah. uh, the boys, you know, Squiddy, mm-hmm. actually, he's just finished um he's just actually stopped recently working at rattle so now it is um 
Noisy that's looking after it. So yes. shout out to Noisy doing yeah, shout out. doing well, my man. Um, but yeah, so is there anywhere else on the coast that you've you know put in your name or anything like that? Maybe in Surface Paradise or anything? I haven't really put up my name for residency as of yet. Yeah. Um, I've been working a lot of corporate gigs, so I get like two of those a week, yeah. and that sort of interferes with the um, residency, yeah. just because it's um it's a lot more. I guess it's for the party season consistent now, mm. but it's something I definitely have to be talking to more clubs because yeah. I really want to get my foot in the door and like play more club gigs. Play more clubs. Yeah. yeah 100%. You definitely need to do that. Get your name out there. Mm. And um, it even, you know, it gets you more bookings on corporate events and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Having a name in the actual, you know, DJ space and field in clubs, mm-hmm. um, you know, at events and stuff like that. 100%. But, um, yeah, no, that's awesome, man. And so, how long have you been currently DJing for? Um, you said 17? So yeah, so that's three years three ago years. when I got my decks. Yep. Um, I played my first gig um, at 18. That was in college. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I did some college event. We had like, what, 100, 200 people there. Oh, wow. And I had no access to like download any of like the the music so you know i was like i couldn't afford any of that i didn't know how to do it so i was just like on not the youtube i was on soundcloud mp3 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out to soundcloud mp3 yeah the real one i still use it <laughs> <laughs> shout out bro yeah i have that was that was a fun time but i was playing just like the heavy stuff the whole yeah. time yeah. yeah 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 and quite new obviously you would have been right yeah yeah, yeah 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 um well i've always sort of had a knack for it like um i've been doing music since i was like very little yep. so like djing sort of like is a good transition for me for my musical like yep. musicality because i find it i i it just really this really flows for me once i'm in the zone i just can't stop and like it'd be like an hour two hours where i'm on the deck i'm just like whoa what happened yeah, yeah, yeah it's such an amazing feeling that's good yeah so let, let's talk about the producing because you also produce music. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. did it start, oh, you're a DJ producer mm-hmm. and um, did it start off with one or the other um, and how long have you been uh, producing music? Yes. Yeah, so when I was in grade eight, one of my mates was like, yo, I got a pirated version of FL Studio. You want it? And I said, yep. And then ever since been making beats. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, grade nine, I think it was. And I started off with the um your hip hop tracks, the old rap tracks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then just yeah, progressing to more house, speed house I've been doing recently. Yeah. Um do a little bit of drum and bass, not too much, because I'm more into the house scene. Yeah. That disco sort of music. Yeah. Yeah. And where where are you releasing this music? Yeah, so I've got um Spotify tracks, yep. um SoundCloud. I'm planning on releasing more on Spotify as well. I've got like a lineup of a couple tracks coming out so yeah yeah, yeah definitely nice. stay tuned for that it's gonna be pretty yeah, sick no. yeah and so like uh to release tracks on mm-hmm. spotify you've got to be under a label ah uh, no you've got to be under you know and i have to have a distributor distributor yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry so, not a label yeah dis- distri- distributor jesus <laughs> Yeah. See, it's talking about English before. <laughs> <laughs> Distributor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how do you how do you manage that with releasing music and who manages it for you? Yeah, so I guess in this day and age, being a DJ actually encompasses a lot more than just DJing mm. because um you have to manage your socials and in the socials you have to produce the content. Mm. Then you also have to sorry, Mike, you have to produce the content, you have to, you know, <laughs> record on the mic, you have to buy all the equipment, yeah, you have to edit it on your computer, mm. you have to post it like 
daily, hmm. weekly. I know I haven't been posting daily, which is something I gotta, I gotta get Keep, better at. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. We can all get better at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the equipment. You're also managing like people skills. So you're in like the DJ encompasses actually a lot of different tasks that like yeah. twenty years ago would be delegated to like three or four people. Hmm. So I guess with the with the distributing as well, I'm an um, independent artist, so I go through DistroKid. And so all my releases, I pay like, what, 40 bucks a year. And then I get to release all my music on like every s- streaming platform. So yeah, I guess the so, main part for me would be um, definitely with the with the releasing, um, definitely maybe seeing if I can get a team behind me and like running that better. But for now, it's, it's all me, all doing the content, all pushing it out. And that's like, I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah. it, honestly, because I get to learn so much. So Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's important to, you know, do everything by yourself because mm. then you don't need to rely on people. When you start relying on people, it's, you know, you're waiting around. Yeah. You don't know if it's going to be 100% to what you want it. And mm. it's just, you know, it's better at the end of the day to do things I mean, yourself. you got to learn the basics for everything, right? Because if you don't know something about something, mm. then it, anyone could just come along and say, yeah, I'm an expert and you wouldn't know. Mm. Yeah, just like rip you off. That's true. yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, going back to DistroKid. So, can can you explain to any listeners um, that don't know what DistroKid is? Yeah, sure. So, DistroKid is a distribution platform. Essentially, it's a website. You sign up, you pay a monthly, yearly fee, and you get to put up your music, mm-hmm. put up any artists that you work with, and then it goes onto Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, Spotify doesn't allow you to make an account for an artist on their platform you have to go through the third party. And the third party is either DistroKid, it's... um, uh, There's a couple of other names that do it as well, but I'm with them because I... I guess uh, my mates were with it. So they're, like, yeah. yeah. So, they're, they're pretty good too. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's Tuneful. cool. That's another good one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's for anyone that if, you know, you want to put your stuff on Sound... Uh, not SoundCloud, just Spotify and stuff like mm. that. You can run it up that way. Yeah. There's plenty of other ways to do it too, if mm-hmm. you know a bit bit more knowledgeable. But- 100%. So, it runs it on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. It does yeah. it through Deezer. does it through Pandora. does it like through every streaming service, plus like Snapchat and Instagram audio. Mm. So, you know, like on the reels, how it has the sounds and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You'd yeah, be nice. able to monetize that essentially. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. 100%. That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Um, so where was your where was your first ever gig? So you said it mm. was was your first ever gig at that um the college party. Was yeah. That, was that your first gig or did you have, you know, a house party before mm. that or like what was really the moment that you kind of hopped out up there and had to like, you know, do something? Yeah, so that was my first paid gig. Okay. So that was um 20 bucks for 3 hours plus some drinks, which is um pretty good for a first paid gig. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty bad. Good for a first paid gig. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing um I was in my college dorm just like mixing up like almost every day instead of yeah. like studying. Yeah. Yeah, making beats and stuff like that, but my first gig I I had like a couple house parties. Yep. So you know just practicing on there. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was terrible. I was awful. We all were. Yeah, I was so bad. We no, you were. thought you were bad. Like I listened to some of the recordings. I'm like, that was terrible. It just goes, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> just like you just switch it. You don't you even see those like me? new Instagram reels. So it's like all the terrible transitions. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. But, like not funny. 
<laughs> just go from Adele to fucking like Skrillex or some shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's funny mm-hmm. as. So first, yeah. So first paid gig at the college, yeah. um, and then obviously you know house parties before that when you weren't as good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So did um did a lot of your mates and stuff support um you know support you behind Ooh. getting into DJing and stuff or did you have a mate that kind of joined in DJing with you that's currently still DJing? That is a great question. Um, I do have a lot of muso friends. And when I first started DJing, I had a lot of um, like five or six mates who would sort of learn with me. Hmm. But um, as I continued forth and like doing my own stuff with the music, I felt like a lot of them didn't continue as well. Mm-hmm. So, because they're doing their own stuff. And yeah. like, fair enough, DJing is like, you don't say that to an employer. Like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? You don't say like a, a, DJ. a DJ. You want to say like a fireman, like a lawyer, like a yeah. doctor. Yeah. So, I, I completely get that. Um, I also have a couple mates. Well, one mate who's DJing as well. He sort of does it on the side while he produces. Yeah. So I'd say I don't necessarily have the biggest... I mean, Gold Coast is a great community of DJs and I'm like even meeting you and like all the other mates that I meet who are DJs is amazing. Like, yeah. bro, I love the community here. Yeah. But um, Definitely I'm, to cherish. Yeah, yeah, sure. 100%. But I'm sort of getting into that now because mm. um, when I'm at home, I'm like by myself. Yeah. And like there's no one I can like really text or talk to if i have any issue yeah right so it's almost like um that's i mean for everyone it's sort of like an individual journey it especially is. for djing yeah it is very it is very into yeah mm. indiv- oh god i can't even speak uh, we're going back to english <laughs> too many woodstocks <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but yeah it is um very you know solo and you know, you, mm-hmm. it seems like the glamorous life of, you know, you're always with people, mm-hmm. you're always at a party, you're always having fun. But yeah. at the end of the day, like no one sees you, you know, grinding on the computer, making tracks, grinding, yeah. trying to update your library. You know, you're, you're in a booth, you might have one or two c- friends that come, you know, on a weekend that they want to come out. But most of the time you're either there by yourself behind the decks or, you know, you've got a couple of other DJ mates that are, you know, going to take over the next spot, 100%. which, uh, you know, they're focused on their own thing. Mm-hmm. You guys can still talk and stuff, but, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's very individual um, DJing. Yeah. And it seems like such a evolving, um, like, it just seems like everyone's involved from the outside. Yeah, 100%. Because you're looking up on stage and you see all these guys behind yeah. them, like, moving around, moving equipment, and you mm. see the dude up front and you're just like, and it may be like a tap on the shoulder and stuff like yeah. that. But he's in the zone. He's locked in. Yeah. Yeah. She's locked in. She's doing her thing. And, like, there's no interrupting that. Yeah. And, like, that's for every part of the DJ experience. Mm. Like, every part, you have to be locked in. And you yep. have to be on your, focused on your song and your your mix. Yeah, because if if you are like focusing on the other people and managing all that stuff, then like the music suffers. Mm. So yeah, it has to be an individual journey, growing yourself. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I agree. Um, so what was your most favorite event that you played at, and why? Ooh, that's a great question. I have to I have to think now. Um, which I don't normally do. Um, hmm. The Bollywood event was real fun. That mm. Bollywood event was so much fun. But yep. I really enjoy... Um, I, I've done a couple of gigs. I like to say gigs, but it's just me going out with like two, three mates. We just go in some like crazy place. Like I, I played in like some public toilet. 
It was, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like a disabled toilet. We walked in. It was like late at night. So I wasn't like taking it away from anybody. How the fuck did you get equipment in a disabled toilet? We got a speaker. Toilet? We got the DDJ 400. We hooked it up and they had a power outlet on the floor. It was clean. It was a clean toilet. So it was Jeez. We were good to go. What? Whose idea was that? My idea. Fucking My idea. Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was, was amazing. Damn. That was so much fun i think i got a video up on it on my um, instagram we're gonna run that back run that back right after this audio <laughs> holy shit fucking in the disabled toilet hey? <laughs> Where, what, what disabled toilet on the goldie uh um no comment no comment <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's funny yeah. as fuck. Um, but best gig, I think the Bollywood. Yeah, I, I I really liked that gig. That mm. was a tough gig as well because I had like zero Bollywood music, yeah. and they'd be sending me requests and stuff, um, for like these songs, and they'd say it, and it's like loud music as well, and they'd say the name, I'd be like, what? What'd mm. you say? Yeah, yeah. So it was um, it was a challenge, definitely. Yeah, because I didn't. Um, that was before I started getting people to organize like a s- playlist of like ten or twenty songs. Yeah, and that was me just going in sort of blind. Yeah, and, like yep. hoping that my five hundred songs would cater. Yep. for the event. So definitely learned a lot since then. So when you go to these events and stuff, mm-hmm. you you know you play with your RX three. Yeah. Do you bring a com- you bring your computer also? I'm yep. assuming. Yeah. So, have you made the mistake of when you first started, you've rocked up to one of these events mm-hmm. and didn't bring your computer and realized, ooh. ooh. No, it, the computer's not the one I forget. I normally forget my... I'm actually being pretty good with it. I'm normally very disorganized, but like I get real stressed before a job. Like I'm just like, I have to make sure I've got everything. But it's normally like the really big things that I forget. Because if I have, if I don't have my computer, like I have the backup of my um, USBs that I use. Yeah. Sometimes I've forgotten like my decks. (laughs) Like I just didn't put them in the car. You're joking. Yeah. Like last week, I forgot to bring my decks. (laughs) I was like, oh, I got everything. Let's go. (laughs) And then I I rocked up to the gig. I'm like, that's everything. Um, where the fuck are my decks? Yeah. So that was, yeah. The go one, go home. The yeah. one thing you need. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah. No, just because I was thinking like, mm-hmm. um, surely, because you get a lot of requests, right? Mm-hmm. If you bring a USB, yeah. there's no... There's no request. No. So I have to do the request for the yeah, laptop. You know, yeah. the laptop you need to be able to download freaking songs. But with my um USB, like I've I've got like what five thousand songs on there. Like, yeah. I've right. got a heap of songs and they're all like catered towards what people would normally listen to. Yeah. So I find like if people do give requests, which during the gigs is not too common mm. now, because I do normally just have like the playlist of like all the songs that people normally ask for. Yeah. But if they do request a song like if I do have it, I'll play it. Yeah. Like in two or three songs. If I don't have it, I'll just say to them, okay, 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 wait. I, I got you. I got you. I feel your vibe. I got a song for you. And I yep. play something like similar. Yeah. Okay. So it's never an issue to like play a request. Yeah. Okay. So which is which is a big thing, especially for like the corporate gigs. Yeah. It can get I'm sure I mean, they would want their song. Yeah. yeah also. 100%. I mean, if you did that to the wrong person, they yeah. would probably turn around and say this isn't my song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the vibe, yeah. Mm-hmm. The vibe, maybe, but this isn't my song. All they're worried about is like, um, it's not really about the song. It's more about like, well, I mean, it is about the song. They really want yeah. that single song that to play. Like I've song. gotten so many like play ABBA requests. I think that's something that everyone can relate <laughs> yeah. to. I've seen so many reels on it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but um, 
yeah i guess with the requests um it's always about like moving the crowds especially with like the corporate gigs so i've been playing like 200 300 people and those guys they have such big demographs like different ages and like different people like from different cultures and stuff like that yeah and you have to just cycle the music like not you have to just say to yourself like not everyone's gonna be dancing all the time Mm. so you know you get one group and then it's really easy to just like play songs to them because they're always dancing yeah and then you just have to cycle them through yeah and then people give you requests and you're like okay i feel you Mm. i feel you i'll put that on and then you put it on maybe a little bit later in the night when it's appropriate yeah yeah yeah. of course of course yeah Mm. um so I've seen you currently have your own radio show at Radio Metro, and that goes from 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. So yeah, for, for an hour, um, how did this happen? And you know what 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 genres do you play um, when you you know on your station? Yes, yeah, so my radio show, I was lucky enough to come third place in the Radio Metro DJ Comp, mm-hmm. which happened in Bedroom, I think, in September, mm. and I've had that gig now for I think this is my seventh or eighth show. Yeah, I've done, and it's it's a blast, man. I get to play all my favorite music. So I, I love my house, I love my disco, I love my techno, yep. all that mid tempo stuff. Plus, I like mix it up with that R and B sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I do a nice little um drum and bass track, but always yeah that mid tempo just chill stuff. Yeah, nice, hundred percent. So that's my vibe. You can't go wrong with you it. Can't honestly. go wrong. I I love it. I love it too. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my you know deep bass, mm-hmm. um, hard bass, like stuff like that. Yeah. But like D and like I like all type of genres, but mm. house music has always been the day one. Yeah, it's just you know something about that one twenty six, one twenty two. It's just yeah, know. it's just you know mm. you can any situation you can play it in unless you're in a fucking full blown club. But depending what club it is, of course, yeah. and you can find you know the house music mixed with you know higher mm-hmm. BPMs. Always and can stuff. sneak it in. Always, always can sneak in a yeah. good house track. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, sorry, how long did you say that you have been set up with the show? Yes. So, since September, so that's, I think, six or seven weeks. um, We had some problems on my first two radio shows. So, I've been on the air, I think, for like five or six weeks. Yeah, So, a month and a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I heard you, actually, I was at work and we had the radio. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, no, no. I wouldn't have been working Sundays it wouldn't, 11 it, p.m. to 12 a.m. Yeah, I feel nah. sorry for you. That's that's a tough shift to work. It wasn't work. What I, what yeah. I saw it on was your story. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it, okay. It was the one where you're like, "Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Radio Mantra." And then the song went in before you were like, um, "Oh, talking." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no." Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> with that, um, that's a uh, so with the story on the mix cloud. What I do is when I um. When I post on Radio Metro, I wait like a week before I put on the Mixcloud. Yeah. And the Mixcloud, that was that was just a little demo. So, I think it yeah. just cut off for the, um, yeah. For the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> so, like, so, no, no, no. I, I think I did that for like my third or fourth show. Yeah. Where I was like, because um, I like make sure all the, like the whole mix is compressed. Before, like I send it off. So, I put in my door. I put in FL Studio. Yeah. Make sure it sounds all good. Yeah. And I have like a little, that's where I add my vocals as well. Yeah. So like the thanks for listening, follow me on my socials yep. and I filter out the mix yep. to put my vocals on and I left the filter on for like the last 15 minutes of the show. Yeah. Which right. was tough. Like I was listening in the car like, oh <laughs> man, that's tough. Yeah, that's, that's tough. tough. That's yeah. all right. 
It's yeah. right. Rookie error. Rookie error, but we're here now. We're yeah. here now, yeah. Not making that mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a bit about the Mixed Masters, man. So like that was at Bedroom, you said? Yeah, Mixed Masters, the Radio Metro host the show. Uh, yep. Sorry, a DJ competition at yep. Bedroom. Um, I think they were doing it at Cocktails before. Um, I believe it was some other club. Yeah, it was Cock. Oh, uh, Retros. Retros. I think they were doing it at Retros. Yeah. And they were just doing a bedroom this year because they haven't had it since COVID. Yeah. And I I guess I just <laughs> saw it, put in a mix. And then, yeah, they just selected me. Vicky was real nice. She just sent me a message saying, hey, you're in. You know, is there anything I can help you with? And I went there on the day. I was feeling a bit, feeling a bit um, out of it. But we went on the stage. We felt good. And yeah. Yep. No and idea. so you took out third place? Yeah. Um. They told me before that there were only like a first place and a runners up. Okay. So I think what they, I think they just had a spot available for like oh. the Sundays. Okay. And so, you know, I didn't do too bad of a job. Yeah. And so they let me on the airwaves. Yeah, right. Yeah, 100%. So I'm also doing an announcing job there as well. Yep. So I do the brunch show on Mondays from 11 p.m. to, oh, sorry, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Yep. So I'm just, you know, doing, doing more and more. Yeah, yeah, nice. It seems like you're getting really involved, um, involved with everything. Yeah, love it. And you know, getting yourself out there and stuff. That's mm-hmm. awesome, man. I fucking I love that shit. Mm. Um, what about? Let's talk a little bit about your shot. So I've seen mm. that you also participated at your shot 2022. Yes. So last year. Yes. <clears throat> how was it? Um, oh, crap. Um, I've how? The over a couple yeah. times as well, my hands. <laughs> um, how was it? How was the experience and how was it, you know, being with similar minded people and, you know, meeting mm. meeting a good crowd that they, you know, they provide? It's it's a very interesting feeling because it's an amazing experience seeing all these new DJs, like learning the skill. But yep. you're just like, how many fucking DJs are there? Yeah. There's so many DJs, man. That's so many very DJs. True. Sometimes it's, it's really good to just have the experience. Sometimes it's also a little disheartening. Yeah. But yep. um, it's definitely been at the end of it a very rewarding experience like i've met so many cool people mm-hmm. who are like doing amazing stuff now with like events and stuff yep. and it's just been a great experience for me as well just to be able to feel like feel what it's like to be a, a dj mm. you know to be in with the industry contacts and talking to them and feeling like what networking actually is and like how people talk to each other and yep. all that works so yep. definitely a good experience for me yeah awesome. yeah 100 percent. because i was always um i was getting gigs with agencies for like since end of 2021 so i've been doing it for a little bit now and it was definitely different just being with a bunch of different djs and like being with djs yeah 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 yeah, of course definitely the biggest thing about your shot yeah yeah nice no that's awesome man the um who who took out the winner for that year was that misty that was jasmine i think the uh, drum and bass she did drum and bass for the um that was for the they have like wild cards and they have like normal guys. So yeah, the, yeah the, she was a contestant and then the wild card, I think was fresh Avo. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, took it. he plays like yeah. all house stuff as well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah also, I, yeah, I, I reckon it's a good idea, but as you said, yeah, it's also, it's also crazy how many people want to be a DJ. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's pretty insane. Yeah, and like, yeah. it's, it's good. They, you know, they train you up. So it's definitely the right place to go. Mm. Um, like yeah, if you want to start up and stuff, so that's 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 the great thing that's mm. um, about your shop. I think with the DJing as well, especially with the um, 
evolving of all the DJ equipment, how easy it is. Well, not easy, but how um the the barrier to entry is a lot lower than what it used to be. You don't have to buy all the vinyls. Everything's digital and all the equipment. Like you can buy a little speaker and a yeah. deck for like, what, 400 bucks. Yeah. And then you're in. Yeah. So the barrier to entry is a lot lower. So of course you're going to expect more people to do it. But I mm. guess the, the biggest part for me and all the DJs who are like really into it mm. is to push through that, be real competitive. And like, of course, loving the DJs, loving the community, but like making your sound. Yeah. Making your impact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course yeah and like you know just experience over anything like mm. these you know like if they're starting on these new controllers and you're you know you're playing on rx's cdjs and stuff like yeah. you know there's a big there's a big difference that they have to catch up to you know like yeah, yeah. um there's 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 a lot you can learn from them but there's also a lot that you can't be taught and you have to see other people do it and you you know learn from experience and stuff that. like that i feel that yeah yeah for sure um yeah cool fucking your shot brisbane um we've got we've got industry labs and um can you tell us a little bit what they're about? I've seen that it was in your um, stories and stuff, and it seemed yeah. like you were at their events. Were you involved in their events or anything, or what? What What's the purpose of Industry Labs? Um, so I wasn't really involved in their events. I I I met a lot of contacts on your shop. Okay, and I really love when people put the effort in and like make an event because yeah. I know how much work it is, and I know how you feel like waiting for someone to buy the ticket and seeing your sales and be like oh shit i hope mm. i sell more tickets you know yeah literally yeah because i'm gonna run a loss and you just feel so disheartened when people don't like involve themselves with it so i've been doing that with well not doing it with him pause <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i i met him uh during during your shot he came over to my place uh, yep. matt and you know, had a, had a little bit of a jam. He loves his base house sort of stuff. So right, fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. base house. And yeah, put it on my story a couple of times. You know, talk to some mates about it, help promote it. Yep. Um. But yeah, I, I hope to do that with a lot of different events. So like, if anyone wants to like sort of push their stuff or like really wants help with an idea or like fleshing out something, yeah, I'm always there to like yep. talk it through. Yep. So yeah. Um. With that as well. Um. There's another mate of mine called uh, Roadworks, Jackson Samuels. Um, I haven't seen him in a little bit. Yep. Um, but I knew he was... I saw on his Instagram that he was hosting an event. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, yeah. And it was like a techno event. And it was like, oh, nice. You know where the uh, Warehouse 25 is? Warehouse 25. It's like in Brizzy. It's like in Milton. No. That's a sick gig. So, um, Test Press was actually there. They're a techno duo from like uh, Scotland. Okay. And they've got like a that stage cool. there. Yeah, yeah real, that cool. Is real cool music. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they're playing that like Eurodance techno stuff, yeah. which is amazing. That's sick. Uh, but the week after that, they have um, Warehouse 25. It's like this venue and it looks like a brewery. Yeah. And they have got an under underground stage. So you oh, like walk right. down the stage. Oh, not, that's pretty yeah, cool. Walk down the stairs. It's mad. That's pretty cool. And that's cool. where you had it. Like, yeah, where? Yeah, I just always love like buying a ticket, supporting my guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even if I haven't talked to you in a long time or like maybe something felt awkward or maybe like you know i don't really know y'all or i haven't met you before yeah i'm I'm down to hang down to say hi you know yeah of course of course because all about the community it's all about yeah 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 exactly you know just connecting um 
with people and you know just yeah supporting everyone and they'll do the same back you 100%. know it's um yeah 100%. even if they don't do the same back like even if they're not like supporting you or maybe you don't feel like the reciprocity is there you're just doing it because you love it yeah, yeah. no that's the beauty about um djing also is like <clears throat> at the end of the day everyone's got um you know everyone's got each other's backs mm-hmm. you know there's a little you know there's a little uh disagreements here and there and you know contracts are ruined um you know just just average stuff that's behind the scenes but at the end of the day like it's it's actually very supportive Mm -hmm. um yeah it's like a actually very supportive uh career Mm -hmm. and you know everyone's always commenting on each other's stuff supporting them behind the scenes and uh, i like that about that and of course there's always going to be a bad side of every you know um job but other than that like i've seen nothing but just people looking out for each other and you know just you know mm-hmm. being good yeah um <clears throat> so what does your current dj and producing setup look like these days man i've got a photo of it actually i'll have, to, I'll have to rock it up i just switched my phone off but basically <laughs> um the, the setup is um it's a monitor yep it's my laptop and it's my shelves with a mic on it. Simple yep. as that. I've Any- got like the Scarlet, this one. Yeah. It was like the the smaller one. Yeah, just the one. Yeah, just the just the one. Yeah. And it is it works. Yeah. I get audio. It's a pretty good mic. Yeah. Um, it's like a performance <laughs> mic, so it's not meant for recording stuff on. Okay. But it does the job. Like, yeah. I've made some pretty solid tracks on there. Yeah. And nice. Yeah. It's Any- and sometimes I don't even have the because it's a TV. I put a TV up. Yeah. And I have my laptop there. And the TV's there for like when people want to come in and sort of record with me so they can see what I'm doing. Yeah. But I just work on my laptop and yeah. my trackpad. Like my trackpad is destroyed. Like it looks, it's terrible. Like it feels like, you know, the scratch it, like the lottery yeah. tickets, it's like that. It's like you're halfway through <laughs> scratching it. And it's like, yeah, it's it's messed up. <laughs> see if I can get a photo of it now for you. So do, do you have any current um, songs that you're working on right now, man? Yeah, I do. I do. I have a um, track with my brother, actually, which is really cool. He's, um, that is cool, man. He's a, he's a singer and I've been making a couple, well, this track with him. It's sort of like a garage track. Like, oh, it's, um, mad, man. It's, like, um, it's almost like Fred again meets Pink Panthers meets like real sad. It's like, mm. it's like real like vibey sort of music. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I really love that sort of stuff now. But- this is a, this is when I had someone in the booth like they had this like I got the mic stand there. That's that octopus. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> octopus. Yeah. You like change it over. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So she was recording there, but you can see like the um the mic I put up there. That was her yep. stand. So I have the mic there. The cables run onto my bed, which I have the scarlet on. Yeah. And I just connect that to my laptop here, and then you can just see everything recording. Yeah, right. I see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. He sees it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's all good. Um. And so, do you have many? Do you have many people that come over and jump on the vocals or stuff, or have you got any collabs that you're currently producing a song with right now? Yeah, yeah. So I'm working with a couple of artists. Like yep. I've been in the DMs of a couple of people, mainly just my friends. Yeah. And like I put on my story about like possibly working with someone for like a song and like properly fleshing it out, like you know properly paying them, properly doing all that stuff. Yeah. Not being dodgy about it, but um, I've sort of gone back on that a little bit because I want to. F- make more of a sound for myself okay and you know really flesh that out maybe like release two or three songs before i start working with more people yeah so show show your worth in the producing scene yeah which 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 brings people 
um, being wanted to work with you and be featured and kind of 100%. Stuff, you know and I mean? also, like, people get to understand you as an artist. Yeah. And, like, maybe what sort of sound you have as well. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely, you know, the value, the worth, mm. the demand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm. And so, like, you stick to, you know, your chill house kind of stuff. Do you make anything... Um, do you know, you know, do you go higher up the BPM? Like you, you're working anything over 130 or stuff or I, we, we're sitting, sitting near 126? I'm very inconsistent with my sound because I make like everything, bro. I make like rap beats. I make like, you know, the tight beats. Yep. I make like 140s, 150s. Yep. I make like, I make, I've made a drum and bass track, like a liquid one, like yesterday. Oh, really? Which was, yeah, liquid <laughs> drum and bass track. It was, it was more like breakbeat. Yeah, it was like it was real chill. Yeah, man. yeah. Have a friend rapping over that. Hopefully, oh, that was pretty sick. mad. Yeah, pretty mad. But yeah, cool. um, I love my ch- I love my house stuff. So I've I've got like a lot of house projects. Uh, do you do you produce at all? No, I do. Oh, okay. no. Do you do you have like a mate that produces? Have you like? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got quite a okay. few. Yeah, I've got. Have a they lot. told you about like their folder of like projects? Yeah, 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 they just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like a hundred tracks. <laughs> yeah. And like recently I've just been making, I've got more than a hundred, but like hundred tracks that I'd be like, okay, that's decent enough for me to continue. Um, I've worked on 40 now that are sort of like, okay, that can sort of be released. And yep. then I've got like 10, which I'll be like, okay, if I mix that, master it, it'll be out. Yeah, right. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Once I've worked through that, and I'm in the process of working through that. Yeah. Um. I'm hoping to release the track actually next week. What I'll ke- put it on. What keeps you holding back? Do you do you um do you think it's missing something? Is that why you hold back, or are you waiting for something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably been the the biggest thing for me is like definitely um feeling like the music's not good enough. Mm. If that makes sense. So even if it like even if i did like miraculously god came down from the heavens and gave me like some brilliant idea and i just happened to flesh it out because someone was possessing me or something yeah i still wouldn't be comfortable posting it out and that's something that i've been working on just because i want to i feel like that's just everyone like that imposter syndrome it is yeah yeah that imposter syndrome so i've been working through that um you know after every beat i make and after you know every track i master and mix i slowly get a little bit better yeah and i can definitely tell the difference now between like even even three months ago like the quality of the track and i'm like at a position now where i'm like this is this is a quality track like i can post this and be happy about it so next week actually uh, i've told myself i put it on the schedule for friday i'm gonna release the track with my brother um and by release i mean upload it to the distributor because the distributor takes like two two weeks before it releases it really does it take that long yeah yeah sometimes a little longer sometimes a little shorter um but you do want it to be up there for a little bit because yep. you want it to be on the playlist yeah and spotify players take a little bit of time to like, okay yeah for people to listen to and put it on and so do you still use soundcloud you know to bring out new music like do, are you still mm. up with like the soundcloud game and stuff like that or i love i love soundcloud you, yeah i love it i listen to most of my music on soundcloud yeah um i post like i got free beats on there so like i've got three tracks right now which are like free download gates mm. so like because i feel like um <clears throat> i feel like it's a good structure to release your music onto see how it goes before you maybe take that big mm. publishing a track yeah do you know okay. what i mean i i do feel that i do feel that 100 percent. and i understand where it comes from as well because it's like oh you want to make sure that people like it before it comes out yeah but i think the biggest thing with my music and like poor people in a similar similar situation mm. as me 
is to just just release it. Yeah. Just release it. I think it's the best best thing to do because yeah. there's always going to be people that's and like, they're going to hate your stuff. You know, they're going to not like it, but there's going to be a lot of people that do like your mm-hmm. stuff, you know, like, and it's, and it's just, it's, you can't, you can't win off. Yeah. You can't win over. Even with over. the tracks, like I thought were terrible. Like mm. I thought were absolutely like poo. There'll be that one person they're, they're that are like says, two, three people. They're sick. like, yeah, that's a bang. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. You're still like, what the, yeah. What? It's yeah. like, um, but it's not really about you and what you like. Exactly. Cause you're producing your sound. But ultimately, what matters is how many people connect to that sound, because you can make whatever you want. But like, people need to be connecting to it and loving it. So, yep, on the money there, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so, are you currently working on any goals outside of DJing? Um, and producing. Mm, Have yeah. you got any business ventures or anything that you know you you want to you you're already getting involved with? Uh, Radio Metro, you know, you've got your own show. That's kind of a different, you know, direction in your path. Yeah. But um, is there anything that you, you know, yeah, you've you've got like planned out you want to do or you're either starting to do it or? Yes. Yeah, so I'm currently studying at the moment. Yep. Um, I've just deferred for this trimester. Yep. Um, or semester. I wasn't doing trimester. And where do you study at? Um, I study at Griffith. Griffith. Yep. Yep. And what's that studying? Um, I do law and arts, like a double degree. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So well, you know, I know who to go to when I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, fucking know. Yeah. Oh, that must be a headache while you're also doing a headache. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an amazing way to um to go through uh, papers. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So like, oh, just, you know, walking through like divorce papers and you're just like doing a DJ mix. <laughs> How crazy would that be? <laughs> That would be crazy. Yeah, it's unheard of. I feel more creative than just being a lawyer. So yeah, yeah, of course. And obviously, like, you know, what if you're, being, w- you're being an artist, you're being a DJ. Why wouldn't you just take the? Why wouldn't you just study and then? Have that's a good actually job? that's actually funny because my good mate Scott Armstrong, shout out to Scott. Mm-hmm. He is becoming a lawyer too. True. Um, he goes to Bond Uni, mm-hmm. and yeah. um he's realized that you know like he wants to you know pursue dj and yeah. man he's like um he's you know he's doing some gigs and stuff he's playing around he's he you said you went to elsewhere last night yes i did so he, he he's actually been playing there with his mate cool what's his name uh his name's scott, scott. armstrong scott armstrong yeah oh yeah, yeah. and he hasn't got he hasn't got a dj name yet he's like new to the game okay. he's like you know he's He's still um, maybe, you know, less than a year mm-hmm. into the game. So, but he's figured out that, you know, he wants to pursue that career and, mm-hmm. and that, you know, the, the, the average, you know, you go to school, you quickly freak out and find out what you mm-hmm. want to do and then you pick something and then 99% of the time, you, what you pick is you find something else because you haven't experimented and you've just been kind of not forced, but you've, you've been left with the option of just fuck, what do I do? Mm. Oh, bang, this makes this much money. Yep. Yep. We'll just do that. Yeah. And, and then you do that and then you go out in the real world and you're like, man, I like, you know, I like, (laughs) I like listening to music and partying or, you know, I like fucking, I like the fresh air and flowers and shit. Or mm-hmm. fucking, yeah, I, I don't know. Love you dilly know? dallying, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. like just yeah. But um, no, nah, that's funny because that's you know similar to you. Yeah, similar. 
Um, I've also been doing um, a little bit of a basketball venture as well. So I have a um, basketball page, an Instagram page that I run. Yeah, nice. Which is um, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, hoping to do like more business stuff as well. Yeah. So yeah, I think... Big, big basketball fan? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah You've definitely got the, the fucking height the for it. The height for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah this nah. motherfucker is like, what are you? Like six... I'm two? six foot. Barely. Oh, really? Barely six foot. Fuck. Oh yeah, I'm, well, <laughs> wait, that's, no, that's, no, I'm just that's, like that's, that's my um, that's my party trick. Like whenever someone says they're like six foot, I'm like, what? I'm six foot, dude. I was yeah. I was about to say that's what I was literally about to yeah. say, dude. I've been telling people <laughs> that I'm six foot for like, nah. I think I was just like I'm just under six foot yeah. for God, like <laughs> I would say two yeah. years, and we're upstairs, and then uh, they, like my housemate, he's like. Mm-hmm fucking finds this bloody tape measure and he fucking we're drinking and then yeah and then just what one person okay. did it yeah and then all seven of us are lining up trying to find <laughs> yeah. our fucking sizes oh you weren't like out you were just like you and your mates no we were upstairs oh upstairs yeah, oh okay, upstairs. okay okay yeah okay, yeah, okay, yeah we were yeah. just like we were just drinking upstairs yeah, and then yeah. found a Shit. found a tape sorry about and that. then um yeah we were all hopped on the wall i think i was like five i think i was just pushing like five eight or something oh wow or like five yeah some shit like that but i was shocked i'm like i'm still i'm still saying i'm six foot yeah (laughs) i'm like plus you're like wearing big shoes and you're just like yeah like like, i've rode this way for too long it's basically five nine and that's like basically five ten and you might as well round up to like 11 and that's basically (laughs) six foot yes technically you're seven foot yeah yeah yeah. close enough close enough close enough that's funny as um what's late nights and sleepy days like for you man how do you handle it um depends on the day weekdays i normally wake up like eight nine depends on the night you mean oh yeah it depends on both depends (laughs) on all three depends on all three yeah so um (laughs) with with my nights i typically stay up until like 11 12 making music doing stuff yeah um i wake up eight nine Whenever, like, everyone else wakes up in the house, I normally wake up because they're all loud. Yep. Yeah. Would so. you say that you work best at night? I don't know, eh? I don't mm. know. Because um, when it's in the mornings, I feel like um, like when you're wide awake, because I normally have, like, a morning routine. Yeah. Like, I do some push-ups and then I have, like, a swim and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, I feel like I'm so much more energized during mm. the morning. Because during the night, I feel like I've been doing it for so long because it's just routine to work during the night. Yeah. But maybe I might switch it up, wake up some early mornings, you know, because mm. you see that all that stuff on like Instagram, like all the motivational stuff. You're like, yeah. I have to wake up, they get that cold going, shower, hey. you know, that run a run hundred miles, whatever. It's like, I, I, yeah, it's like, it's It's great. Like it is. They're right. It's fucking amazing. But like, I just, I get in that phase of like, when I start doing that, like I'll go to gym, like I'll have cold showers, yeah. I'm working out crazy. And then you just get, I oh, fucking, I swear I get bored. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I like, I, like I swear I just yeah. like, I, I, you know, I don't want a fucking 20 pack fucking crazy ass. I just want to be, you know, not mm-hmm. fat. Yeah. That's pretty much my. So as soon as I get to the point where I'm happy with what how I look, there's Man. no point in me doing anything, anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So like it's, yeah, but it definitely is great for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, can't t- can't deny that. Well, I think the biggest thing for me especially was um, I don't want to say burnout because I haven't been. I don't think burnout's the right word. I think when you're just starting something, mm. you can't really commit one hundred percent to like a new habit or something like that. Yeah. So even if like 
you know, you're going to the gym every day consistently and you do that for like, what, three, four hours a day, you're going to burn out. Yeah, like you're not used to it and you're just going to be more likely to quit. Mm. So, you know, starting off at 70% and even if like it's such a terrible effort, like if you're just going there and you're like, oh, I don't even feel like lifting that much weight. If you yeah. just do like a couple sets of every exercise, like that's better than nothing. That's better than nothing. And, and if you just do that, like maybe it's not six days a week, maybe it's three, maybe yeah. it's four. But if you just do that over a long enough time, like- yeah progression and, and it's yeah you see the results yeah, and it's better than what most people are doing so yeah exactly i mean it's can't deny exercising all that shit routine you mm-hmm. know it's great it's yeah. good doing that doing those like morning workouts i feel like just that energy just translates so much better into like my music because like i'm awake it does it's yeah. like um it's like what joe rogan says is like true once you do that you get the hardest part you know, you've 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 worked your body so hard that everything's so easy after it. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So you know, you're like, you know, you've you've fucking mm. you've picked up weights, you've done whatever you did, and then yeah. you exercise. You're going for a run. You're going mm. for a walk. You know, you've you've got the hardest bit out of the day because at the end of the day, no one wants to go to the gym. I yeah, swear, yeah. everyone doesn't want to do it. It's the fucking, yeah. it's the you know being um yeah able to you know just. 100%. Because, like, when you leave it for later, you don't feel like doing it later. Nah. No. I don't think I've ever gone to the gym and been like, yeah, I'm keen. It's like <laughs> fucking. I don't think I've ever gone. Yeah. <laughs> True. I, don't think True. I think I've been like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, you know, seeing progression. Yeah, I know. The couch is hopeless. I need to get that bloody crap on oh, it. It's comfy ass. I love it. Um, Yeah, I think I've seen progression and then mm. been like, yeah, like. Um, fucking yeah I'll go to the gym but I don't think I've ever been like fuck I'm so keen I fucking can't wait to get there like oh my god I can't wait to see Tom in the <laughs> yeah, corner fucking going going fucking hard like, well, there are people like that people just love being at the gym they're just the gym rats yeah yeah love it. yeah of course yeah. so everyone's a little different you just have to find the thing that you love yeah, yeah. I want to know I want I want to I want to know if they actually truly think that but <laughs> <laughs> that, they, really, that they love it like yeah like I know people love it but like is it still when they're at home they're like oh should I just have the day off or some Ooh, shit like you know what yeah, I mean yeah 100% like I feel like everyone's fighting the same demon when it comes to work now <laughs> yeah, yeah. um Dude, what's the funniest thing you've seen probably on the dance floor at an event, at a gig that you could probably think of? I've seen a lot of people like trip and fall. <laughs> Those are the best. Which is you? um, it's quite funny. Oh, especially when they're that. being real drunk and real annoying. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, if they're safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but funniest, funniest gig. I don't know. I have such. I'm such a joyous and whimsical soul. Like I love just having fun. So I'm always in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is um which is really good. Yeah. Like no, most that's of the good. most of the gigs I enjoy, like the longer ones, like four or five hours, six yeah. hours even, like you're drained by the end. But like there are moments there where you're playing songs and you're connecting and it's just so much fun. Yeah. And I guess the funniest thing is I always have to be like when I'm with myself and like the stupid stuff I do. Like I'll I'll give you an example. Like a couple of days ago, I was yeah. just like walking down the stairs and I was feeling tired. I'm like, for some reason, I don't know what it was, but I was feeling like real good about myself. Like I thought like I was a man. Mm. Like and I I don't know. Like I was just on my phone, just chilling. Like yeah, fucking, I'm I'm the big dog. And then I fell down the stairs. Yeah, I fell down the stairs. I rolled my ankle. 
I've been hobbling for like three days. That's what that's the universe's way of I'm saying like calm down. Yeah, calm down, mate. Yeah, you're not you're not all that. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. And I was just I was sitting there on the floor just laughing because I'm like, bro, that's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's always the little moments that make a big difference, you know. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. Do you have any current mentors or anything that you'd like to m- mention that help you stay on track? I would love to have DJ mentors. I don't really have DJ mentors. Yeah? No, 100%. If you're a mentor, mentors out there, please, I'll hit, I'll hit you up. You you message me, I'll be like, yo, <laughs> let's let's get it sorted. No, no, because it's normally the other way around. I have to reach out to the mentors. <laughs> I have to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I haven't really reached out to many DJs because I feel like with my journey currently mm. with the music stuff it's more individual like i need to be working on my skills and like what I'm you also doing. need to connect also man because it's important yeah. having those connections okay. because you know um someone might need someone for a night at the place mm. you know them you take that position you go play there you meet someone else oh hey mate you were good you can play here to yeah. the, oh i know another dude that plays this event and then just goes doot, 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 mm-hmm. it just goes back and forward back and forward you know yeah. what i mean yeah i feel that. it's definitely important to connect and you know meet new people mm-hmm. and stuff like that but um yeah well mentors like no you know has how, how, how did you learn how to produce um, did you was that self-taught bass yeah i've i've been on fl studio like the classroom for a long time like yeah, instead right. of like listening to the teacher i was just on that just that's, making beats. that's sick um <laughs> so a lot of like i have friends over sometimes that produce on yeah. fruity loops and stuff yeah and they look at me and when i'm producing and the yeah. stuff i do and it's just like what what oh why do you yeah. do it like that well, that's so weird so i have my own little way of making music and yeah. of course like now especially and since the start of this year, I've been, you know, on YouTube University doing all that sort of stuff, organizing yep. my projects, making it all fleshed out. And I think the biggest thing is definitely when you're talking about the mentor, I actually saw something online. It was like, when you work with a mentor, I think it's like in the same amount of time, this is, you're like four times more productive. I don't know where that came from. I'm probably just making it up on my no, head, no, but like, it's true. I think it's a I, big difference having a mentor there. Yeah, it's just it's mm. just that what they've learned in you know say <clears throat> their time of doing whatever they're doing. Yeah, you know, um, they can throw out all the fucking crap shit. Yeah, and just give you you know the good shit. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Hundred percent, and like, save you the the ups and downs of the track. What they learn in a the year, they can just tell you in one sentence simple as that. i don't know about one sentence but <laughs> maybe depends. maybe now yeah, yeah it depends, depends what it is depends what it is depends yeah. what it is of course yeah. yeah but yeah no it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely good to have maybe not even a mentor just like you know some friends that are mm. you know got the same mindset as you yeah even that you know um any questions for me man you want to ask how long have you been doing this for Man, I've been doing this for less than a year. So I've had House Party AU, which is just like the brand of everything. And then we've got House Party Sessions, which is for setting up events and stuff for DJs to play. So we've got November the 11th, which is next weekend. and um, That's a free event, right? This is the free event. Yep. We got uh, Mercer... 
um, Bill Durry, Squid, Matlis, Davo, NK playing. Check it out. They're right behind to. us. Um, 6 p.m. till late. 6 p.m. Well, actually, it starts at 5 p.m. and it will be open decks um, for anyone to come in and play. True. And then we will have 6 p.m. to 12 and that will be the set times. But um, yeah, so I do that for the events and then I've got mix and talk sessions, which is obviously sitting down and talking to you guys, you know, like getting to know the DJ. Um, Most of the time, people don't know you for for you you know there's a lot of people you you said you're down on your socials and stuff like that this is going to be a good platform for people to actually you know hear your voice hear your personality Mm. hear what you truly are like you know and they can decide for themselves you know if they want to be involved and you know just you know get an out view of who you are as a person yeah i love that i love just sitting down talking having a yarn yeah And I really appreciate, you know, have you having me on here. Oh. Like, being able to talk to you because it's been such a great, great time. Pleasure, bro. Yeah, uh, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Um, we've got some Insta questions for you, man. So, sure, we've had um, we've had Mercer say, um, what is your favorite label? Ooh. That's a really tough question. That's a good question. Um I listen to a so with my discovery, my music discovery, mm. um, I like to listen to lots of different music, like lots of different genres. And I don't really like my discovery, like my for you page essentially mm. is like a lot. <laughs> my for you page, my discovery is like a lot of different genres, which is kind of annoying if I want to find a specific track. Yeah. But it's really good because I get to see like all these different sounds. And that's sort of for the producing as well, because like that one trap sound could be really good on a house track. Yeah. And that one drum and bass drum could be really good on a on a house track or a track that I make. Of course, yeah. So yeah. So I listen to a lot of different labels. Um I used to really love the um oh, I forgot the name of it, but it was like the uh the yellow discs and it was the dude with like the the disc, like the vinyl going through his hair. It's like an Angelo Ferrari or whatever. His record label, I really like listening to his stuff. Like this sort of early 2000s, 90s, sort okay. of like Garage and House. I'm not familiar with that. No, but, yeah. um, but Aussie ones, Barbecue Records are doing some pretty nice stuff. Like the, yeah. the tech stuff. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. Because I, I listen to a lot of different labels. But I don't really... It's not necessarily about the labels for me. It's more like the... um. Yeah, artists and songs. Yeah, but I know the labels all have their different. They have their yeah, 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 exactly. But that's something I got to explore because I'm not really sure. Like, I'm not really into the labels. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm not knowledgeable about a lot of them. So that's something I definitely can educate myself on. Yeah, nice. Yeah, good question. Um, we've got Squiddy, mm-hmm. favorite DJ. Oh, and why? Oh, favorite DJ. Oh, it used to be, it used to be um Calvin Harris back yeah. in the good old days. Then it used to be Skrillex back in the good old days. Yeah. Um, and then it used to be Fred again last year. Um, then my favorite DJ now. It's a really. I'm not sure. I don't know <laughs> if I can answer that one. There's so many great DJs. Like that's such a political answer. Who, who are you but listening to right now? That's like popping off. A DJ on... right now. Yeah. Um, there is a like Dom Dollar, uh, John Summit, 
you know, yeah. like anyone. John Summit. Actually, I've been listening to a lot of his tracks now. Yeah, like uh, Legacy. Yeah, maybe Tiesto. Legacy, you know, Tiesto's just just couple. if I can get one name. Um, you probably have to cut this because I'm like I'm just trying to think of like a single name which I'm, I'm like put on the spot right now I've got the light, lights on me like oh shit can't think of a name but ah uh, one DJ I'll come back to you on that one I'm, I'm thinking of a DJ I'm thinking of a name I, I, want, it, I want to be a good he's one rocked. I want, <laughs> he's rocked he's fucking rocked out of all the questions to stump me though, he's rocked yeah um You've got Joel Dallow that yes. says Dream Festival to play at. Ooh, that That's- is a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. I have to get back to you on that one. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Dream Festival. I, I used to love my Progressive House stuff. So, like, when I was younger, I'd definitely say, like, an Ultra. An Ultra? I'd love to play at an Ultra and how yeah, amazing nice. that would be. But honestly, like, it doesn't even need to be a big festival for me yeah. to be like the best experience that I've had. Mm. Cause it's all about like, it could be somewhere like in the UK underground. Yeah. I know one of the goals for me is playing in Mykonos by like next year. Yeah. I really want to go to Europe and play like just going overseas and just being in that environment would be so amazing for me. And I think the way I'm taking it now is almost going like step by step Mm. instead of looking at the goal there. It's almost like, what's the goal right in front of me that I can do? So my next goal for me is getting a residency. Yeah. And then after that, I guess it would be maybe finding a, a big club to play at. Yeah. Where I can play all the music that I like, not just the um, you know, the the top fifties or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, after that there are more steps. Um, maybe, you know, producing like a full album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I think my favorite festival we'll have to we have to wait and see what festival I get to play at. Yeah. Hmm. Best feeling as a DJ best feeling as a dj when you sit down and you get two tracks and you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen and you mix it and it just works Mm. best feeling ever best feeling yeah best feeling ever when you just have a track playing yeah and then you load up a new track and you have no idea how the fuck it's gonna go you have no (laughs) clue and you're stressed bro you're like oh i hope this works you can chuck on the cue and yeah yeah. have a listen you have a listen like okay okay i I sort of got it i sort of got it (laughs) you go through the transition you do it and then it's just like (laughs) that's my crack cocaine that's my crack cocaine yeah that's why i do it that's just satisfying Yeah, yeah, yeah man all right i'm happy with that man yeah, it's true. What? How long has it been? An hour. An hour and 10 minutes. I have not felt it. I have not <laughs> felt that hour. I've had such a good time with you just talking shit. Um, yeah. Well, that's the end of episode 16. So 16. Wow. Good on you. Yeah. So 16. we've got house party sessions that is this weekend. So this will be dropped on Wednesday. Whoever's mm-hmm. listening, you'll be able to make it free event. Um, yeah. Other than that, man, thank you so much for coming in and being involved. Um, and I hope all the best for your career and everything that you're doing right now, man. Um, and we'll see you in the next episode, eh? Appreciate that. All the best for you as well, mate. Perfect. Your podcast. <laughs> Peace. Peace.
turn that around, just like, just like it is up to, up to anyone. So if we just think about the good, ignore the bad, we could turn this around. Plus, no matter what, no matter what, I got someone on the inside.
girl, if you a freak tonight, if you 